Love, welcome to the first episode of Tractor Girls Talk. I'm Katie Sandals. I'll be your host. I'm the women's football columnist for the Stanglian Daily Times and women's football fanatic in general. I'll be joined uh, by Ross Halls, uh, known to many of you Kings of Anglia fans as producer Ross. Ross, great to be back on a podcast. Yeah, I think I'm on loads now. I think I think people may be getting sick of me. I'm on every podcast known to man covering Itchers Town, but it's good and I'm, I'm looking forward to bringing this hopefully whenever we can. Fantastic. Uh, some of you may be familiar with us. Uh, we previously had uh, the Glancing Header podcast, which fo- focused on all kinds of women's football news. Uh, we're going to be focusing purely on Ipswich Town women. Uh, there's so much exciting news. There's such a buzz about the club at the moment that we really wanted to sort of get in and focus deep on what's going on at the club. Um, and it's great to be with uh, the Kings of Anglia team. Um, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be a fantastic journey. There's so much that's going to happen next season, and we'll be there for every step of the way. Um, I know it's important. Uh, obviously, there's quite a few shows on King, uh, the Kings of Anglia channel these days, and um, I know the team were are super supportive of getting women's football included in all of that. So my thanks to everybody at, at the KOA team. Definitely. And yeah, it's been a one hell of a week, hasn't it? Um for Richard Town Women. It's been one well, a busy week for the for the men as well, but the big news, of course. Promotion. promotion. Finally. Finally. Oh, just the words Ipswich Town and promotion. Just we've been waiting so long to hear those words and now they are here and now it is true. It was a. Uh, it's been it's been a whirlwind of a week. We've been will they won't they more than Ross and Rachel and friends for for quite a while. So for those of you who don't know, um, obviously Town have had some stonkers of seasons uh, past couple of years. But unlike sort of men's football, there's been great problems in keeping seasons going essentially. So they've had two curtailed seasons. The first one got scrubbed completely, which was such a pain for all the players I know um but the second one was just kind of curtailed and there weren't any sort of promotion relegation kind of handed out the traditional way so it was all down to kind of applying which is a pretty normal pretty standard kind of thing in women's football um to 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 see applications to go between tiers so that's kind of that's what happened with town uh, and you guys applied um and yeah it's happened. We're here. It's promotion. Um, we'll talk about a bit more about what that kind of means today, how it came about, and uh, the thought. We've got a few clips of the thoughts of Joe Sheehan, uh, Ipswich Town Women's Manager, uh, about how he's feeling after it because it, it it has been one hell of a week. I know you've been involved in the celebrations, Ross, as the uh, club photographer. Yeah, I will admit I was hanging yesterday, and uh, it's been a. It's just been a whirlwind of emotions, um, you know, for the players, for the staff and everybody, because two years of hard work, dedication, you know, highs, the heartbreaks, the history makers, the, you know, the cut run and finally getting that news. I'm sure it was just an amazing day for Joe to finally see that email saying tier three, here they come. And well, it's going to be a long trip ahead of them, but um, it's finally there. And I'm sure town fans who may not know much about this, you know, the team, I'm sure they were happy for them as well. And uh, maybe that brings out more fans to go and watch them because they'll be playing a high level. And uh, we've got a, a town team to be proud of because uh, they've been promoted, not at the, you know, the men's. 
Yeah, let's set about that the better. Let's not let's yeah. not pick me. Let's not pick me. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah. let's just give a bit of context because if you are listening for the first time, thank you. We really appreciate it. Um, but you might not know what what all these tears mean. Where do, where are they kind of in relevant uh, you know, like men are they similar like how does it work? So essentially, uh they're going into what is tier three, it's the FA Women's National League Southern Premier. Yeah. Because women's leagues don't have short, snappy names like men's no. leagues. That really annoys me because I it's, yeah. Now they've come up from, Russ, can you remember the league that they've come up from, the Tier 4 oh, League? The FA Women's National League South East Division 1 or something like that, isn't it, I think? It's a, it's a mouthful. It is a, such a mouthful. So I'm kind of glad they got promoted just on the basis that it's going to be a shorter league name to say and write. Um, but yeah, so they are heading into this league. And uh, that puts them kind of two tiers off the top spots where you've got like the hot shots, um, Manchester City, who you mentioned town played in a historic uh, FA Cup game uh, last season. It was February in the before times, Ross, in the before times. (laughs) Seems a long, uh, long time ago. But um, so Manchester City, Arsenal, Chelsea, Chelsea won the league last year. They are in that top uh, uh, league known as the Super League. It's the only Super League we can obviously support. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> they are the OG Super League. Um, yeah. Below them are what's known as the FA Women's Championship. Uh, they are the second tier. Um, so uh, that's where town are heading if they win this league. That's that's the aim. We'll talk a bit about that later. But if they, if they get promoted this time, that's where they're heading. And that is a semi-professional league. Um, so there are lots of requirements and stuff like that, but that's all. Yeah, by and by. So it's an exciting time. Uh, Town are on the up and, you know, there's so much to look forward to this season. Uh, It's a great time to get into the game if you're not familiar with it, if you're not familiar with the side. But, uh, Ross, I know uh, Joe was talking about this yesterday in the press conference. Um, Town have got such a big fan base, the girls, um, and they're so dedicated as well. Yeah, because, you know, we've got two supporter groups we've got track the girls on tour and we've also got the women's supporters group and that they travel across the country you know a lot of them went to man city huddersfield before you know you know the before the times where you know before the you know this pandemic hit um but you know ever since you know it's been you know lockdowns they've still been putting stuff out and still supporting the team you know that you know the team have been playing behind closed doors have been playing friendlies and they're still putting posts out there and it's just great that you know the fans are supporting it and i'm sure that they are cannot wait to get back in the ground get back at felix Stowe, get back you know get, traveling the ground of course there's gonna be a lot more away traveling um next season we'll get of course we'll go and look at the teams that town we're playing but uh it's not just trips to cambridge and norwich it's now getting to a point where you're going right down to south you know one team mentioned plymouth we're gonna be heading to devon it's a long way to go on a sunday but i think um the plan is of course the players will be able to travel on you know Saturday and they'll stay overnight and you know that's another great thing as well you know it's now becoming more professional because they're going to be staying overnight and you know they have preparation properly for games instead of traveling all the way down on a Sunday morning and then having to play 90 minutes of football and being absolutely tired but uh exciting times but uh, a lot of traveling involved soon yeah I think I did say to Joe thank goodness uh you'll need something a little bit more than the minibus I, I do I do have fond memories of that minibus having um helped uh out a few times at the club and got getting us massively lost 
Um, I think I, I can't remember what game we were going to. And I suggested One Direction to um, the press officer, Kieran, who was uh, driving the minibus at the time. And we got completely lost. I think we were on the edge of London or something. And it was Actonians, just, I think. Probably going it was to Actonians. It was Actonians. Yeah. And we got horribly lost. Uh, but, you know, there was still a good vibe in the bus. Um, it, it's so loud in that bus with uh, all the music going. They used to have huge speakers in the back, I remember. Um, that was a few years ago. But, uh, yes, some uh, big trips on the road. But one of them you mentioned there, Ross, that will not be happening is that there is... <sighs> There isn't going to be a, a, an East Anglian derby. There's no, there's no Norwich games. Uh, they're be, they're below us now. They're below us now. Uh, which they were which... even when we're in the same league. You know, <laughs> ten nil, ten nil. You know, their place. That's a, that's a stonking win there. But, but yeah, it's a shame. I think that's all. That's one fixture you always look out for. You know, for for any you know men's women's team, you always look out for that derby. Um, and you know, we, we can easily still get them in the FA Cup. So still there. But uh, yeah, no derby in the league, but it is what it is. I think we, sometimes you just go, okay, we ain't got a derby, but we're going to be playing tier three football. So it is what it is, but there we go. Yeah, I think there'll be some satisfaction, uh, perhaps uh, for some of you new fans as well, to say, you know, we are above Norwich. They're a league below. We are out of their league. So that one, uh, one to impress your friends with. But um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit more about those other sides then. We, you know, with the confirmation of uh, those te- uh, which teams were going up from all of the leagues, uh, we could have been facing Watford next season. They're a pretty good outfit from everything I've heard, um, but they are very much a team on the up and they've been promoted. So um, let's have a closer look then, Ross, at the teams that we've kind of been there, uh, uh, left within this league who, who've been there before. Um, so uh, we were talking before, uh, so there are quite a few familiar faces to town. They've played them in cup games. They've played them in pre-season. Uh, one that you were uh, telling me about uh, that's a little concerning is Crawley Wasps is uh, one of those big sides. Uh, town have not got a great history with Crawley Wasps. Yeah, the, um, the one season they played us in the league because they got promoted straight away. I think they got promoted from the league below, then they got promoted into our league. And then, of course, they pretty much ran away with the league. And we played them twice. Um, or no, three times, one in the cup as well. And the first time I saw them in action was the opening game of the 2018-19 season, I think it was. And we lost 8-0. Um, and that was not a good day. Um, not a good day. And uh, yeah, so the record against them isn't great, but um, hopefully we can get some revenge. Of course, now we've got new players. We've got Joshi and the manager. So hopefully that will be a better result against them. But I know they're another team who are strong um, and are you know, a team to look out for as well. Yeah, well, I was watching with interest. Um, we've got the likes of Oxford um, also in the league this season. They could have faced Town if Town had progressed a little further in the FA Cup. Um, the draws were working out that way. I've seen uh, Oxford play before back up in uh, Sheffield. I uh, used to watch them up at Sheffield FC. Um, they, uh, At the time, I remember them being a bit of a struggling outfit in the uh, what was the old uh, WSL2, the uh, championship. Um, they had a very good player in Inia Bassi and Motong. She plays for Luz now in the uh, second tier. Uh, but as I recall, she kind of seemed to hold that team up. Um, so I think there's obviously been a lot of changes since then. Um, they they finished pretty solidly last season. So they'll be an interesting one to watch. And uh, yeah, trip out to Oxford for, for town. Yeah, to be fair, there's some, you know, of course, we're in the Southern Division. So we're only going to be going down south and... Uh, 
there's a yeah as we said earlier there's a lot of trips like cardiff is another you know that's a different country <laughs> i know it's wild <laughs> but it's cardiff uh, that's a long way to go uh, on a sunday um and you know i don't know you know in the previous league we played on wednesdays i don't know if that's still going to be a factor i don't know if they'll i'm surely we can't travel to i think the, maybe the closest team is maybe london bees or gillingham Mm-hmm. Gillingham is Kent. It's probably London Bees because you know London. Um, so that could possibly could be on a Wednesday night, possibly. But I think hopefully most of the games will be on Sundays because uh, yeah, you know MK Dons, of course, another team. You know a team we played in preseason um, last season, um, and I think we've got you know we've played them before in the league, so we know them as a team. Um, and then we'll go on to the two you know South Coast teams of Portsmouth and Southampton. You know they're they're established teams. We played them in pre-season, you know, when the season got curtailed. Uh, we needed games to play because we were allowed to play them. And uh, we played Southampton. We lost against them 4-1. But that was at St. Mary's. What a great day that was for the girls to play in a Premier League stadium. And then, of course, we played Portsmouth and drew 3-3 against them. So, in a way, we've got records against these sides. We sort of know them in ins and out. I'm sure Joe will learn more about them, you know, through the summer and he'll do some scouting on different teams. But, uh, yeah, a lot of travelling there. Yeah, I did talk to Joe about this yesterday in the press conference. I said to him, you know, that some of these teams, one team that Town haven't come up against before is Yeovil. Um, some oh, some women's football fans oh, may so, not have... So far away as well. So far away. Um, you might have not come across Yeovil before. They were previously a Super League outfit. They uh, have struggled a lot in recent years. Um but uh, I think they'll still put up a solid fight um, in the third tier. Uh, fun fact about London Bees, by the way, the stadium is called The Hive, and I just, I'm just i just here for it, Ross. I love it. Love the name. Perfect name for that team. Um, but yeah, plenty of long trips. Um, but Joe said he was not so concerned about history. He's here with the here and now. You know, the, some of these teams have got higher league history to them. He said he hadn't done so much research yet, but, you know, he was wanted to be focused on the club, focused on town, and that was the way that they were going to move forward from uh, from then on in, which I think is a really good attitude to have. Um, don't need to be sort of intimidated by these bigger clubs. Um, some of them have, um, just, for, just for clarification, that Southampton team is the one that is affiliated to the Southampton yeah. men's team because there are so many Southampton teams, Ross, and yeah, I don't God. want to try and explain it. No, yeah, the one we're playing has got the same badge as the as the men's team, and as you say, that's what there. you need to know. That's yeah. what you need to know. Um, but yeah, no, it's exciting. It's exciting to have these new names, new faces. I think Town had, uh, I think we got a bit bored of the the same old sides, the Norwiches, the Actonians. It's all fresh and it's all exciting and new. So uh, if you are new to to women's football and to Town women, this is a perfect time to join because there's so much new that you don't really need to to delve too deep into the past. Well, Katie, we've been discussing all these teams. Shall we actually will all them out and uh, list them all? Who Who is town going to be playing? What are the teams? So there's uh, Bridgewater United, which is the new name for the Oval side they'll be facing. Cardiff City, uh, the team you said was in another country. It is. Um, it is. Uh, this is going to be a long one, that one. Uh, Chichester and Selsey, Crawley Wasps, Gillingham, Hounslow, Keensham, uh, London Bees, MK Dons, Oxford United, Plymouth Argyle, Portsmouth and Southampton. You played Chichester before as well in the FA Cup, I believe. That was was that that, that was the Man City run year, wasn't it? I think Chichester yeah. was an early round yeah. of that. So the, so the girls already done that trip. I think that was on a day as well. That was a, on the day, um, I think, if I can remember now. Enough. But yeah, I think they won 6-0 though. So that was a good result. And of course, <laughs> then we played it. Huddersfield. So definitely worth the trip. Um, but yeah, 
some, of course, we've already mentioned some known teams there, like names who have got, you know, men's teams who are at high divisions, but then Keisham, never heard of them. So that'd be interesting to see where, how they are and a trip there. But yeah, as we said, long trips ahead. <laughs> and you'll be loving every minute of it, Ross. I know you love a long away day. Yeah, well, I've got, you know, I've got to do the men's team as well. So we've got Morecambe and uh, that's going to be fun. I'm hoping it'll be a double header, Plymouth. Both Plymouth, you know, men will play Plymouth on the Saturday, then the men on the, uh, the women on, on the Sunday. A Plymouth double header away from home. That'd be brilliant. Ross, with your luck, it'll be Plymouth on the Saturday. It'll be uh, Morecambe on the Saturday and Plymouth on the Sunday. Uh, yeah, both away. <laughs> yeah. No, fantastic. So um, we were saying that um, Joe obviously had his press really, uh, press conference yesterday. I had a chat with him on Wednesday as well. Um, very excited chat. So, so, so buzzing about, you know, the news. Um, he said some interesting stuff yesterday to the press, um, one of which uh, really caught my eye. He, he said that if Town hadn't achieved promotion, uh, that possibly some of the players um, in the squad would be heading out really at this point. Um, you know, they've, they've stayed with town for, for a few years through these difficult times, but that they, if they hadn't got the promotion, they would be heading out. Uh, in fact, let's hear what Joe had to say about that now. I think one thing we've, we've done really well, which is we've always been conscious of it anyway. And we've, we've said this before. We, we truly believe we've got one of, if not the best player development model in the country. For, for girls 16 upwards um, and one thing that we've been really good at and the club have been absolutely incredible with is how we facilitate things for girls that are striving so we've got you know we've got girls now that are training with boys um, we've, we've had one that's been in with uh, Arden with the 18s and, and the 16s for four or five months um, so we're always looking how we can stretch players um, we, we're going to do. We're going to. We're going to. We're going to incorporate a few different things as well moving forward. So yeah, you know, it, you're right. It would be a detriment, but I think one thing we've really been good at is 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 how we, I guess, find a solution to ensure that these young players are still going to be stretched throughout the week. Um, we've trained with boys. We've played against boys, um, and and that that's that stead us well, I think. So. Ultimately, though, we yeah, you're right. You know, we needed to we needed to to compete higher because there's only so much development you can do from Monday to Saturday. Ultimately, players want to compete at higher level in for for points. So yeah, we're pleased that you're right that that we're able now to step up and play at a higher division because um, ultimately, whilst we can provide something from Monday to Saturday for players to to benefit from, they all want to be playing against better teams in more competitive environments. So, yeah, it's really important that we're now able to offer that for them. And that was Joe Sheehan um, talking about what could have happened if Town hadn't got promoted. There was a real risk of players going out. Now, we obviously don't know who could have been heading out the door. Um, but just for, for people who are tuning in uh, for the first time, Town actually have a lot of youth at England internationals amongst them, don't they, Ross? Yeah, and, you know, it's been two seasons where... They've been playing in a division where we've dominated, you know, winning 10-0, 7-0, 8-0. And, um, you know, there's been key players there. Paige Peak is a name I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with. Um, love scoring free kicks. Uh, so Peskett, the quick winger. You've got Anna Gray, um, Lucy Egan, another player in, in, in the defence. And there's just so many different standout players. Blue Wilson, Abby Lafayette. I'm pretty much whittling out every player because we've got such a strong side. Of course, Natasha Thomas, who... 
once upon a time got approached by Luz in the championship. So, you know, I think if we had another season in tier four, I think it would have been hard to keep hold of these players because some of them are going to now have to make a decision. They want to get as far as they can in their footballing careers. Uh, of course, a lot of them are doing education as well um, as part of their football. So um, thankfully, we got that email, tier three, here we come. And um, we're hopefully going to be able to keep hold of these players and uh, it's going to be a big season ahead. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that uh, Town have done so well in recent years is kind of, uh, Joe was saying yesterday, it's that investment of a few years into these players. He was talking about how in higher tiers it's quite common and it especially has been this season to have a massive outpouring of talent heading out into um, into the ether, basically. They had big turnover and, you know, the team doesn't stay the same. But what the difference is with town is that there is that investment in people, which is fantastic. You need to keep hold of them. You know, they're not just going to throw you out after a season or whatever. They want to know how well you're doing and, you know, make the most of that, um, which is refreshing, to be honest, in, uh, <laughs> in women's football. Uh, but no, it's good to see. But yeah, lots of town in uh, England youth internationals. So, uh, you know, oh, when you see them... Forgot. I've also yeah. got Maddie Biggs, you know, the hat-trick hero against Huddersfield. I'm sorry, Maddie. How did you forget like Maddie? Yeah, oh, no, Mad- oh, Maddie, no. get on to him about that one because that's yeah, just not sorry. acceptable. But um, uh, sort of uh, in the future, I'm fairly certain you'll be seeing the likes of like Maddie Biggs in a senior England chair. And just remember where you heard about them first. Yes. Us. Yes. Um, <laughs> No, fantastic. Um, so yeah, plenty of uh, potential there for, for the season going forward. Uh, great to know that we are uh, keeping on to those players. Joe said that there were a couple of positions that they're looking to strengthen, uh, which is always good. Um, you know, uh, they are looking to recruit, but it'll only be one or two players, he said. They've got some ideas in mind. Uh, nothing further on that at the minute, but they are making approaches. So very different to the men's squad, um, kind of the approach from Joe. <laughs> it's not a rip it up and start again kind of job. Uh, it's very much kind of work on what we've got. And that seems to have worked for town so far. Definitely. And um, there's one thing I'd like to mention is, of course, the kit. Uh, for the first sit time, the the, uh, the women's team are going to be wearing the same sponsorship. Of course, Ed Sheeran is sponsoring the the club this year, and um, the kit, of course, got released on on Thursday. Uh, what what do you think of it so far, Katie? It's very simple design, but it does the right. I am so intrigued by that kit. It's untrue because there's something with it. There's this whole kind of. I know when it sort of initially came out, what it actually means it is not entirely clear. Because like. Uh, for those of you who've not seen it, uh, it's uh, it's been sponsored by Ed Sheeran, and it's got devi- it's got tour on it, hasn't it? And then a lot of the little uh, logos uh, of his albums, or most of his albums, because there's one there that hasn't been used. But we know he's up to we know Ed's Ed's always up to something interesting, and he he is a big tractor boy at heart. So it was so great to see that kit, and I think yeah, it's it's nice, it's clean, it's simple, and I think it'll appeal to both Ed Sheeran fans and Ipswich Town fans. But I'm so intrigued as to what it means. Does it mean a new tour for Ed? Does it mean new new music? Like that, I, it's such a mystery, and I am intrigued with it. But I'm hoping it will become one of those shirts that's kind of associated with a fantastic season for both the men and the women. Um, I'll be honest; I wasn't so keen on last season's kit. Um, I know a lot of fans <sighs> love it. I know it's a controversial, controversial. Opinion, but I wasn't keen on it for the women. I think great for the guys, celebrate history, celebrate those big, big sort of dates in town's history. But it doesn't mean anything to the women's club. 
and so I wasn't so keen on using like the historic kind of logo and stuff. I know, I mean, don't don't come at me in the DMs for that uh, one. I think it's basically because it's not something that's associated with the women. It's not the history is not there. Like their historic dates are like you know getting to the semi, uh, getting that sort of way in the FA Cup, the City game. That's going to become those big dates for town and and this sort of promotion. They aren't those, you know, there isn't that UEFA Cup history. There isn't that FA Cup winning history. And so I just, I don't know. It just felt odd. It just felt out of place. But I appreciate they're trying to get the teams on an equal par because I know in previous seasons, there's been issues with getting shirts ready altogether. So, you know, we've got somewhere there, but that's my controversial opinion of the day, Ross. Ooh, I didn't I think, like it. I think I didn't we're going to get chucked off now. Like, <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed the only show. Uh, no, I, I get where you're coming from, but I think it is nice that, you know, we're, we're celebrating the, the history and the heritage of the club. Um, because I think, yeah, it's been a few times where both men and women have had different shirts and, you know, we've had the badge, but it's nice that, you know, the last two, I think three seasons have had the same, you know, kit, which has been nice. Um, of course, we didn't have no sponsor until later on into the, to the season. Um, but it's nice that next season, both men and the women's will have the same shirts. And, uh, yeah, it's now, it's great that both the club of women's team and the men's are now really, you know, properly together and they're, you know, doing stuff like the photo shoot. They had the photo shoot once again with the men and the women's. So of course, um, Natasha Thomas and Eloise King. I didn't mention her either in the other chat. Oh, I'm sorry, UK. I'm sorry. But, um, but yeah, there we go. I was going to say, um, Joe did say uh, in his presser that he'd been uh, in the meeting with Mark Ashton, the new CEO. I know you guys, uh, KOI guys, were talking about this earlier this week. Um, big piece on that. Um, if you haven't checked out that podcast, definitely do. Um, but like it, it's great that Joe's kind of been brought into those meetings he said that he hadn't met with the owners yet uh, and was hoping to do so kind of later on in the year when they come over because I know they're looking to come over um, but but everything seems to be sort of positive uh, and you know I'd be really interested to see um, how they kind of work with the clubs because you know they, they're, they're American let's just put it out there they're, the NWSL which is the uh, big big American women's league is huge in the US like the US women's national team are massive you probably saw maybe a snippet of them at the World Cup they are talent through and through and their league is one of the best in the world um, so it'd be great to see if they, they've seen that and that they want to kind of see if they can elevate town in kind of an NWSL fashion which would be exciting, very exciting. So the final thing uh, to talk about today is that Joe did not mince his words when it came to achieving back-to-back -back promotions. I mean, it's so exciting to hear a manager talk like that. Um, you know, I put it to him, it, you know, up again, and he definitely said that uh, the way they'd have preferred to do it was with the with the football on the pitch, you know, kind of Lionel Messi, let my football do the talking kind of thing. But um Obviously, it didn't happen because of COVID, uh, and they are very much on board with the idea of getting back-to-back -back promotions uh, and heading up to that championship, which I, I think it's great that there's that confidence and there's that belief in the squad that that's something they could genuinely achieve, and I definitely think it is achievable to town. Definitely. I think that's, yeah, I think that's one of the sad things. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's brilliant. You know, we're relieved and it's delighted. But I think that's one thing we're not able to celebrate the, the promotion on the pitch, you know, doing the lap of honour with the trophy and, you know, properly, you know, celebrate that. But, you know, it's not our fault that our pandemic hit and uh, we had to apply via application. You know, we couldn't do it the, the good old way, promoted. But, you know, Joe is an ambitious man. I, I think he knows what he wants. And, you know, this team, this, this club are wanting to hit the heights. 
to, you know, hope for the championship. And, you know, you never know we could do it this year. But we'll have to wait and see. But I'm excited. It's such an exciting season. Joe said that he really wanted to hear that referee's whistle, you know, yeah. just to sort of that confirmation that they'd done it. Uh, uh, but uh, sadly, it didn't happen that way. But yeah, so much exciting stuff to come this season. Uh, plenty more from us. Uh, we're going to be back with regular shows on the uh, KOA channel. So uh, keep listening. And uh, yeah, uh, follow us on social. Uh, my handle is at Katie Sandals. Ross, remind me what your handle is these days. You should know this. Ross Media UK. Ross <laughs> hey, Media UK. There we the, go. One only, the one, one and only. The one and only. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but Katie, it's been a pleasure. Pleasure as always, Ross. Uh, and thank you for, for welcoming us into the KOA family. Uh, it's going to be a good season and uh, plenty more from us to come. From true crime to football, Brexit to football. More great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.